0: And as always, I hope that you can hear me, and um, I uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in this evening, and I am uh, just getting done playing some basketball and trying to watch some softball, and uh, so I'm fat and out of breath, so you'll have to excuse me for just a moment, but i um, it's been a wonderful day. Had our first day of vacation Bible school today and, and it was a blessing to see all those children there today. I think about 130 kiddos and so very thankful for that and all the workers and, and it's always a blessing to see how God is at work and what he's doing. Um, but tonight we are continuing through our, um, study of Esther and, uh, we are we are at kind of the linchpin chapter in this book, and we are now at the point where the king's evil plan to uh, kill the Jewish people, uh, like Haman wanted, has started to take its place. It has been sent out to the different people, and Mordecai who had been used to spare the king once before is now aware of what is going to happen to the Jewish people. And tonight I want to talk to you about this simple idea of does your heart ever break? Now most of us think of a junior high kid in love or most of us think of somebody hurting us. But tonight I want to talk to you about does sin And does the heartache of this world ever move you to seek God to intervene? Think about those times in your life when you have went through hardships and trials and tribulations. If you're like me, it usually draws you very close to God. It's something that you pray and seek the Lord's face over. And I can think about different times in our church's life when we've prayed over 24 hours or days at a time for different needs because it broke our heart what was going on. And here in chapter 4 it says, When Mordecai learned all that had happened, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city. He cried with a loud and bitter cry. He went as far as the front of the king's gate, for no one might enter the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province where the king's command and decree arrived, there was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting, weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. You see, tonight I want to talk to you about when you finally get to the end of yourself. So many times we're guilty as Christians of just accepting things for the way that they are. And what Mordecai does is he is heartbroken over what is happening. And I want you to know today that it is time for God's people to be heartbroken over what is going on, Uh, whether it's the wickedness that comes out of Washington and Springfield, whether it's the half-heartedness that we see from worshiping in our churches, whether it's the sin and just... Awful things that go on in the name of the Lord that people claim that he does. Whatever it is tonight, maybe it's a prodigal son. Maybe it's a a divorce and marriage problem that's going on. Are you really broken over that? Do you really want to see God move? Or are you just content with however it turns out? You see, Mordecai sought the Lord's face in mourning because he knew something. That if God didn't intervene, the Jewish people were going to die. And I want to ask you, do you live your life that way? That if God doesn't intervene, things won't get done. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of praying half-hearted for things. I'm guilty of just kind of going through the motions sometimes. But what we see here from Mordecai is when all the chips were on the table... When everything was falling apart around him, when his whole race and gender of people was going to be wiped off the face of the earth, he got serious. And so tonight I'm going to ask you this question. How serious are you for your lost loved ones? How serious are you that you want God to save and work in people's lives? How serious are you about the sin and sickness that is going on in America today? Serious enough to pray? Serious enough to fast? Serious enough to shed a tear? You see, most of us, as long as God's blessings flow to us, we kind of act like we don't need anything. We go through the motions. We kind of just take it easy. So tonight, my challenge to you is things are much worse than they seem. Satan is at work long before you see the results. Satan is sowing the seeds of division long before that fight explodes. Satan is stirring the pot long before the pot boils over. So you have to be on guard You have to be seeking the Lord's face. You have to be always saying, Lord, search me and and show me those areas of my life, Lord, that that don't honor you, that that just are not pleasing to you. Because, friends, truly, if today we knew that it was going to be our last death, we would live differently. If today we knew it was our last death, Last day for our loved one that doesn't know Jesus, we would live differently. And so tonight, my challenge to you is to be like Mordecai. To see and know that God is our only hope. God is our only hope for working in our lives and in our families and in our marriages. God is our only hope for turning things around in America. It's God and God alone. And so tonight, are you willing to be honest and open with God and say, Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you. Because I believe if you and I will get along with God, be like Mordecai and say, God, we need you. Lord, help me to see that need. Lord, help me to be broken over my family and friends that don't know Jesus. Lord, help me to be broken over my sin. I believe God will hear from heaven and work in a mighty way. And so, as always, I want to thank you for watching tonight. And as we continue to go through Esther chapter 4, we're going to be looking at the details about how God used Esther and how God can use you. And so, as always, may God richly bless you, and we look forward to being with you tomorrow night.